Stop that? Yeah, I did. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. Life has been beating the shit out of the both of us. Literally. Life be lifing. <laughs> life, life is get life, life be lifing. Like, Whenever you see us on a pause, it's because life is kicking our ass. <laughs> let me explain. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the UFC, but like my man got knocked out from a swift ass kick. That's how life been doing me recently. And yeah, so it's just been a lot of shit going on. But we are back. It is your favorite brunchers, brunch on Sundays. We got a really good episode jam-packed for you. I mean, it's a lot of things that have transpired across the highways and byways of this thing we call the internet. And we are going to touch on some of those in this episode. So, Cap Queen, what was you thinking? Listen, like you said, life been kicking my ass. Work been kicking my ass too. <laughs> Work definitely been kicking. My ass. I'm telling you, man. The, the day I get a new job, I'm gonna do a whole episode dedicated to the new job and my old job and my old job. My current job fucking sucks. Bet I'm actually now. So you know, social media always bring. It's a recurring theme uh-huh. on social media, specifically Black Twitter. Yeah. You're not a real man if you don't do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not a real woman if you don't do that. Right, right. And then my question is, what really is a real man or a real woman? Oh, man. Because that's... I'm just like, I don't understand. Because based on social media, I don't know what the hell I am anymore. <laughs> so. No, first, no. First and foremost, I don't think there is a universal anything right okay i feel like everything to a degree is subjective i think that mm-hmm. all men or quote unquote, all good men because i mean there are men that don't have these traits but i think that all good men share similar traits now what the ins and outs of them may be may differ depending on you know culture and religion and a whole bunch of other things but i do think that conceptually at least in the society in which I exist, <laughs> um, there are some things that kind of go across the board. Um, I know that we can just start from a traditional sense that we all hear, the, you know, the typical one, especially when, especially when it comes to the social media describing what a real man is, the, the provider aspect. And yes, while, you know, you know, that's a big one. I don't think that's the only one. And I also don't mm-hmm. think that that disqualifies you. Let's just say your partner makes more than you do, right? I don't think that that's a negative, but some people may view it that way. Um, so for me, a good man is a provider for his family. He's the protector of his family. Um, they don't want again. Uh, he <laughs> offers stability in more ways, again, than just financial. I feel like one of the biggest issues that I have with the <laughs> defining of what a man is is that it's all the the first thing you always hear is how much did he spend or is he paying your bills is he getting yeah. your nails done is he getting your hair done is he buying you the latest this the latest that and I'm just like okay again traditionally the man being the provider was because women couldn't work that should be I should be completely honest and the society yeah. that we were existing in most women work stay at home moms that you know work that their job was the house they they that was all they had to worry about was the house 
and then the man will go out and bring home the bacon as, as you know the mm-hmm. old sayings would go. However, if anyone's paying any fucking attention, that's really not doable nowadays. Now, granted, some, some people make it work, but there are some things that you have to give up as a result of that. So I know a couple of people that you know either stay at home or know someone that stays at home and they present d- different challenges. So, you know, you have that. Um, you know, nowadays, especially in the black community, paying more attention to like your mental health and being emotionally intelligent is the sign of a good man. But, you know, 20 years ago, that was unheard of. Like it was, oh, well, men have emotions besides anger, really? Like, but now in a healthy relationship, and we can get into what's healthy and what ain't a little bit later. But um, in a healthy relationship, yes, a man's emotional intelligence is very important, not just for himself, but for his partner as well. Um, but again, the, the big three that we always talk about, provider, protector, and security. Those are, those are my big three that I think that every good man should have some semblance and be able to check those off when he goes through his list. Um, and then... After that, I think it becomes like a personal preference to, you know, what that man was exposed to and who he's around. You know, some people are artisans, some people are handymen. That doesn't make you better or worse. It just makes you different. So, again, I think those are the big three ideals that come with being a quote unquote good man. Now, I will say, and I think you're going to bring this up as well when you give your definition of, of course, I'm going to ask you what you think a real woman is. But, um, my thing is, in the times in which we live, both for men and women, you cannot expect a traditional man or traditional woman if you're not, if you're not, if you're not that. So, like, if you're, if you're not a traditional woman, you probably shouldn't expect to find a traditional man because you aren't doing the things that he would want. So, why would he want you? And vice versa. You can't be, a, you know, if you're not a traditional man, but you are expecting your girl to be at home doing all the cooking and cleaning, but she also working and shit too. Like, no, oh, bro. Like, like, speaking of that, I know you saw that clip that was going on on Twitter. Which one? It was it was one of them toxic male podcasts. I'm sure. But what did they say? And dude was just like, oh, my girl don't cook, uh, didn't cook dinner for me when she got home. Mm-hmm. And the co-host was just like, well, she's been working all day and you've been home. So why didn't you cook? Right. And his answer was, well, that's the woman she's supposed to cook. And I'm just like, what? So you mean to tell me both of us live in the same household? You were off that day. I went to work. But when I come home, I got to cook. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. Get so, the fuck out of here. I don't agree with that at all. And that that's my point, though. So, again... I, I look at it as I don't necessarily want a traditional woman in the sense that she just stays home and takes care of the house. One, I would get fucking bored. So I couldn't do it. I, I could never be a stay-at-home any goddamn day. Like working remote kind of fucked me up because I was like, bro, I'm bored as fuck. Like everybody, we got love working from home. I hated that shit. Cause I'm like, bro, I gotta go outside and do something. I'm fucking bored. Like I, I was just I, it was I was miserable working from home. So like, yeah, whatever. But for me, all of the examples of healthy interactions and healthy relationships that I've seen have been a partnership. So mm-hmm. where one 
may not be as effective in that scenario the other one typically is. So I, I always use the example, okay, if I cook, it would be nice if I didn't have the dishes as well, right? I, I didn't cook all the food, you do the dishes. And vice versa, if you cook, I'll do the dishes. I'll put them away, whatever case may be. But like little shit like that is like, okay, it's a team. Like we're making this work together. So again, if my wife, you know, is working, I'm not going to, you know, let's say I get home first. If I get home first, all right, either I'm going to make food or I'm going to go buy some fucking food. I'm like, cooking. like, it is what it is. But like, I know for a fact that I would have a wife that works because I'm just going to be honest, not saying that taking care of the house isn't a job, right? But for the type of woman that I would need, I would need someone that's also chasing dreams of her own. Okay. So that we can come back and talk about it. Like, all right, what the fuck did you do today? Like, how are you taking okay. over your job or like whatever the fuck you doing? Some shit like that. Like, okay, so you don't want to? Oh, I I clean I cleaned the I found a new scrub for the tile woman. You want to know? Oh, I worked on this new project, and I'm gonna get a new team to work with. And I gotta hire all that. That's what you're looking for. We that's got what it. I'm looking like. That, 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 that's what I would need. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying that that's wrong for a woman to be like that. Like. There are definitely some women that that's a that's a great thing, but I just know for me that wouldn't work. I'm sitting there like, hey, I really don't care. Like, I mean, I'm gonna listen because you're talking, but like, I don't give a fuck about nothing you just said. <laughs> I, I I just don't like. That's not me, and like, yeah. So, but again, the difference between me and motherfuckers that get on other podcasts, they'll make it seem like, oh, if that is the woman that you have. That she's bad and she's a problem. No, we're just we're just different, which is okay. So that's my definition of a real man. What do you say are some qualities that make up a real woman? Quotation marks. Yeah, I use quotations. So um a real woman in my in my personal definition needs to be accountable. Now, what I mean by that is um a lot of well the let me phrase this this traditional woman was always well my husband my husband my husband Mm -hmm. there was no accountability on what they did or what they could do for a situation so like oh the bills weren't paid that's my husband no sis i live in this house too so if the rent is due on the first by the 31st i'm be like so what we doing tomorrow actually not even the 31st the 27th what we doing tomorrow what we doing um emotionally emotionally available okay but i feel that goes for real men and women because you can't say oh you want to be in a relationship and you're not emotionally available that's real shit that just don't make no sense to me so accountable emotionally available and um secure in themselves uh a lot of these women are very insecure about being around other women so Mm -hmm. then anytime another woman gives them a thing of advice they take it as an attack Mm -hmm. which i girl i'm not here to attack you i'm here to help you shit just like shit if you if my lace lifted let me know bitch don't tell me up there talk taking pictures and talk about me in the group chat because i'll be quick i'll call to somebody i don't know hey sweetie so can you You need some, I got some adhesive in my bag. You need me to help you. But securing themselves enough that they don't see other women as a competition. And as a very little girl, I had a former associate that anytime a woman told her anything, it was she was a hater and this, this, that, and third. I was just like, mm, that's that's not how this goes. 
and independent. Real women are independent. I know how to put eight, listen. Not saying you have to know how to do everything, but if you can at least tell when your car needs an oil change. <laughs> Yo, some of these girls really be... Nah, 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 because your car will fucking tell you, bro, I need a fucking oil change. And this could be because my brother's a mechanic. It could be. But it's one of them things like, what you mean you don't... You don't know you need oil? When was the last time you got your brakes checked? Um, when you say, um, ma'am, there's a sticker. They put a sticker for when you need your next oil change on your car. When you you, you didn't look at your speedometer to the sticker. No. So you bought you brought up uh you brought up a point that I want to um kind of circle back on. Emotionally and available. Yes. Right. And that's that's interesting because typically when we think about women, we think that they're more in tune with their emotions than anything else. Well, no, okay. we're in tune. We're in tune with other people's emotions. The thought of a woman is that you can always go to a woman for comfort. So Ooh. men always run to their mother for comfort. Boys, whatever, they always run to their mother for comfort. However, a lot of times women are taking care of themselves while they're too busy taking care of everybody else. Okay. So, what do you say to the man that doesn't feel comfortable being emotionally vulnerable with his partner? Because a lot uh, of a lot of men don't because a lot of men. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's get into the. Let's, let's think, I let me, prefer let me get in my situations, in my mm-hmm. situations, because mm-hmm. for a long time in relationship situations, whatever fuck I want to call what I don't in the past, I put up with stuff because I didn't want to quote unquote lose my partner or seem as problematic. Mm-hmm. I realized that that doesn't help in a relationship. Or right. any type of friendship, it hurts. Right. So I refuse to deal with anybody who's not going to address the situation or address their emotions with me. Now, to some, is that a learning process? Most definitely, it is a learning process because me and Santa Claus, we be having. <laughs> I'm like, boy, if you don't say it with your chest, we be having all these things. However, he's willing to learn, and we're mm-hmm. in the process of learning to be emotionally available. Mm-hmm. So my only question with that, though, is and okay, you might be a little bit different, but I, I can just speak from some of the situations that I found myself in in the past where emotionally women tend to be used to being catered to, but not catering. So, OK, prime example. Y'all can come to us with a problem, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Santa Claus, yo, you did something that I did not like, right? And the expectation, whether it, had, whether it was spoken or not, is because I told you this, I expect you to fix it. We ain't talking about, I mean, you can ask questions about how you can fix it, but we ain't talking about why, again, I said what I said, I need you to fix it, right? But on the inverse, there have been situations in my past where I would come with a situation and I'm willing to talk about it. But instead of being given the same grace where, okay, look, I, I don't want to explain how you hurt my feelings. You just did. I feel like a lot of times we feel as though you guys challenge us. Oh, well, why you feel like that? Or why you feel that way? It's like, well, damn. Like, I mean, you hurt my fucking feelings. Like, I, I didn't get no further than that, but you hurt my fucking feelings. So why can't you just go, all right, you know what, babe? My bad. I fucked up. I won't do it again. Like I said, not saying that you don't do that, but I'm just saying there has been a lot of different situations that I found myself in where it's just like, Damn, dog, like, I just can't get the, even if you bullshit me, like, I can't get the benefit of the doubt. And then, like, it'd be, it'd be small things that then turn into large things. And then, because 
and I'm not, not making an excuse, but most men, when it comes to emotional intelligence, are fairly stunted for different reasons, whether it be upbringing, you know, environment, whatever. So we already find it hard to articulate emotions that aren't anger, right? Yeah. Anger is the one that, you know, from birth, all right, motherfucker, you mad, you can express that one freely, you good. But, you know, I'm sad or I'm hurt or I'm feeling, you know, dejected or, you know, I'm feeling self-conscious. All those ones, we don't know how to fucking process that our damn selves. So, like, then when we get a girl that we, you know, we like what we're talking to and we feel like every time we come up with something that we have to then defend while we feel that way, it's like, bro, I don't even want to talk about it no more. Like, because, damn, why I gotta, why I gotta argue with you? <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I apologize on behalf of the women, because if you're in a partnership, relationship, whatever you want to call it, and your partner comes to you, whether the male presenting or the female presenting and say that they're upset or uncomfortable with something, it shouldn't be a question of that, regardless of what's going on. So I take that to look back at the previous partners that you dealt with. Maybe they weren't so ready for an emotionally available guy or, um, emotionally expressive man like I know that I what I say that I I have open door policy in all my relationships come to me with whatever if I'm doing something that you don't like tell me if I hurt your feelings tell me because how am I supposed to be there for my partner if I'm not willing to hear my partner so that's just me but it sounds like they want to be babied but don't want to take no responsibility. So they right, might right. have a little bit, little bit of growing up to do because everybody makes mistakes in a relationship. I may, even in friendships, I may intentionally do something to hurt your feelings and it's completely unintentional. But you hear me and be like, yo, Cat Queen, you said this the other day when we was talking, I didn't want to say nothing then, but it hurt my feelings. Oh my gosh, I apologize. That was not mm-hmm. my intent. Right. Please tell me how I can make this better. Right. A lot of times people don't realize um, everybody has emotions and anybody's feelings can be hurt. Real shit. And a lot of times in the black community, they feel like for whatever reason, black men just don't got feelings and they feel like can't be hurt. Real shit and though. Like they be having the most hurt feelings because they're supposed to be so strong all the time. Nope. Come cry with me. Come. You need to cry or come cry with me. Come talk about we talk about toxic masculinity all the time, but I'm just going to be honest. A lot of toxic masculinity is learned from women. Because, like, oh, why are you crying? Bitch, because I'm sad. No, but that, but that <laughs> I, because I'm sad. I think back to like my first real girlfriend when I was like 15, 16. And something that she said to this day, I still was like, what the fuck was she talking about? Bro. I bullshit you not. She goes, mind you, I'm, I'm from I'm from the heart of North Philly. So like we already know if you know North Philly, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But she hit me with the I need me a pit bull. What what the fuck does that even mean? You want a dog? Like I'm confused. <laughs> what the fuck you want? And it was like in regards to like being emotionally like available. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like to this day, I still don't know what you're talking about. But um, I was just like, hmm, interesting. And again, maybe it's you know a matter of environment, nature versus nurture, and a whole bunch of other combining psychological fucking factors. But like, there's this notion that 
an emotionally intelligent man is weak. And I'm like, if anything, I might be a strong motherfucker in my opinion, because you're able, you're actually able to deal with your emotions as opposed to holding the motherfuckers in and then popping off at everybody. But like, for whatever reason, especially in like inner cities, that is not encouraged at all. And like, you see a lot, I mean, I, I've gone on record and I will continue to say this, that women rule the world. What I mean by that is, especially in the heterosexual community, you can pretty much get a man to do anything if you give, give him the impression that he might get some ass. Like, I just, I just call it what it is. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it. You're not but lying. Like, You're not lying. Let's keep it real. If, if that man think he can get a crumb of pussy, you can get him to do pretty much whatever the fuck you want. So more times than not, we're trying to be whatever it is we think you want us to be to get some ass. So if you out here, oh, well, I don't need no sensitive ass, Drake ass nigga, then I'm going to do the exact opposite of what Drake does because you don't want no Drake ass nigga. Like, and it's like, at the same time, then you get the hood booger, right? And then you complain it because you're fucking hood booger. But I'm like, that's what you said you wanted. They, they don't, they don't want real men. They want emotionally scarred little boys. But then when they get them, get upset that the motherfucker is emotionally scarred. I'm confused. They be like, oh, he doesn't talk about his feelings. This is what you wanted. The same person that said. They ain't want a Drake ass nigga. Now you complaining because you got future. I don't want future. Give me um, um what the fuck is Russell Wilson? Give me him. But that's what I'm saying though. There's a lot of Give Russell, me Russell Wilson. Wilson out there, but then they get girls that want the fifty cents in life. But hold up, let's let's say this. Let's let let's say this. Is it? I feel like the little girls want, and I'm saying this: the little girls want the emotionally scarred puppies. And the emotionally scarred puppies want the comfort of a real woman. However, they don't want the responsibility that comes with that. Okay. Okay. And what I mean by that is because so many times it be these emotion, these little hood, these little, these little gremlin hood gremlins that be in my face. Not the hood gremlins. And they be like, oh my gosh, you're so smart. Oh my gosh, just this, that, and third. But then you get mad. When I'm doing real women things, oh, oh, let's go, let's smoke a spliff. I don't want to do that. Can we go to brunch? Can we what? Nah, I ain't into that brunch shit. Okay, can we go to dinner? Oh, what what did one dude say? Oh, we could get some pizza. I was just like, get some pizza. What? Nah, get some pizza. My man said we going Netflix and chill it out. That's all I got for you. He was just like, oh, well, I'm not really trying to spend money. I said, you don't have to spend money. I have my own money. Okay, okay. I ha- listen, sir. I probably make more money annually than you with all the quote unquote drugs you sell. Let's let's not do that. <laughs> probably that that's a strong possibility. His, his <laughs> you know pay rate per hour is definitely not matching yours. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Sometimes you get a little, little cold on the streets. So like, I, I think that that's always been interesting to me. Now, going off of some of what these other podcasts say, because I mean, yes, we got some toxic Negroes out there. But we also got toxic. some toxic, but we also got some toxic women out there. Let's talk about it. Oh, oh, let's talk about it. Okay. So I mean, again, I don't know if some of you guys heard I wrote a little poem called The Plight of Man, which kind of addresses what we're talking about now. But there have been plenty of podcasts where 
I will listen. And the only thing that I get from what the young ladies are saying is they want security in the form of financial, right? If he can't buy you, and I hate to use a Birkin bag because half the time most motherfuckers out here can't afford one, but that's a $42,000 bag. I'm just saying, but you know, if he can't afford to buy you a Birkin or if he's not paying all of your bills while you pay for nothing, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either, but you know, if he's not doing those things, one, he ain't a real man. Two, he shouldn't be your man. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. Okay, so here's my plight with the, the social media that men need to spend, the social media concept, because that's what I'm going to say. Concept that men need to spend money. Otherwise, they should you shouldn't be together. I'm going to say what was told to me by my mother. Graham, if you can't, Listen, if you can't afford your own upkeep, then you shouldn't be asking someone else for it, to pay for it. Oh, shit. So I grew up on this thing. I don't ask no one. I know what it's saying. I don't ask no one for anything that I can't give myself. So whether that be, oh, is, can he pay for my nails? This is that. If I can't afford to do it myself, then that means I don't need to be asking nobody to do it. So a lot of these women that be on these podcasts, Sweetie, are you buying yourself? If you if you were buying yourself a Birkin, do you really need to ask him for a Birkin? Now, with that being said, because by no means am I a pick me. Do I like when men pay for things? Hell the fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. I love getting purses for my birthday. I I I, I love getting gifts. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. However, if he's not buying me certain things that I can afford to buy myself, I'm also not mad. Because am I am I his girlfriend or his child? That partner. Am I his partner's child? Because I thought but, partnerships were supposed to be equal. So here we go. But you know, I, I had this conversation with my friend all the time. Half of these women that want a dude that makes six figures are not even in the room with dudes that make six figures. And then if they They're are not in even the in the room with dudes that make four figures. Like, even, even if they are in the room they're not putting out the energy that he would be attracted to. So, I mean, again, yeah, you might, you know, you might look good and the pussy might be a one, but like once you get past a certain status, like it, it's more women than men in this world, any goddamn way. So like what makes him want to pick you? Like, cause he don't know the pussy good. He don't even know you. So mm-hmm. like, what else do you have to offer besides headache and pussy? Like, not to be rude, but like, what what else do you have to offer? So it's like, you know, you got to deal with that. Also, for a lot of a lot of times that you know, again, these women that want these men that make all this money, that comes with a certain level of control as well. And I don't think a lot of people will take that into account. Most men, once they reach a certain status, want what they want when they want it. So if that's not a lifestyle that you can obtain or upkeep, then that can also be an issue as well. Um, especially if you want to be of the stay at home variety. Now, granted, not all men are like this, but let's just be real. Going back to historical context, the reason why a lot of marriages and shit lasted so long was because the woman couldn't go nowhere. She wasn't happy, happy at all, but she knew damn well if she left, her ass broke. And for a lot of these, yo, well, you know, I don't want to work. He should pay all the bills. Okay, so let's just say he does and you're not working. What if he find him somebody else? Or what if he wants to leave? What the fuck are you doing? Say it again. 
Like, because they'd be I, like, oh, I'm a stay at home girlfriend. Okay, you don't have no job skills. And I think that's a form of control on the man's part as well, because some men will date these women and be like, oh, I pay all your bills. I do all of this because they know that you'll have nothing without them. You can't go. It's nowhere. a form of control. It's a form of abuse. Absolutely. So as cute as it may be, I, I'm still going I'm still going to have my own job. Like, I'm still going to work and make my own money. Makes sense. I don't care how much money that man made. <laughs> I'm still going to work. Now, speaking of the toxic podcast, we also got to talk about these insecure men. Let's talk about it. Who feel the need that all women should do is stay in the house. <sighs> My thing is, and I, I've had this moniker since I was a, since I was a young boy. If, they should stay in the house and be covered from from head to toe. No, no. And, and I, I, okay, again, I'm glad you brought that up. The clothing, first and foremost, your girl can go outside with baggy ass sweats a mask on and a fucking hoodie that's three sizes too big and some nigga will find some excuse to try to go talk to her. So it really don't make a difference. Like, so, you know, she can have something, you know, clad on or something extra baggy and she's still gonna get somebody to talk to her because, again, if you want her, guaranteed someone else does too. So that that's just common knowledge. Same, it, it, same works in, in, in reverse. Ladies, if you find your man attractive, you can best believe there are other women out there that find your man attractive. Like, my only thing is, as long as they're not getting the energy that you're getting, who gives a fuck? Personally, that's that's always been my motto. Like, all right, you you staring, okay? I'm hitting, so I'm not mad. Like, I, I had to put it like somebody that. Said, like, <laughs> somebody said it take a strong man to date a bad bitch. <laughs> I mean, it do, but when you really think about it. Like, it's kind of a compliment to you. Now, of course, obviously, if niggas are being disrespectful, then obviously that's one thing. But, all right, you out walking with your lady and niggas are staring you. I'm, I'm be honest. I'm the type of nigga, and I've done this. We, we was out, and <laughs> there was this dude in the truck staring hard as fuck. And, like, I peeped it because I'm like, all right, nigga, damn. Like, you ain't even... Do the courtesy, turn your head and turn back. You was just literally staring, my nigga. Like, all right, cool. That's fine. I ain't get mad. I smoothly grabbed her ass and we kept walking. <laughs> Probably ruined that man whole fucking day. <laughs> I ain't give a fuck. You'll be all right. I was like, all right, is this the game you want to play? Let's play. But like, I, I didn't get mad about it. Like, because like, again, if you want her, somebody else does. And I think sometimes in, in like relationships and shit, people forget that. Like, Yo, like your partner isn't ugly. We I hope they're not. Like, I hope you don't date motherfucker that you think is ugly. That's stupid. But Listen, like some people like people that look like they live underneath the stairs. For the, <laughs> Me, I ain't one of them. But, but sometimes it's for the simple fact they don't want to deal with the quote unquote competition or you know, potential for things to go left. But my thing with that is, like I said, I think that there's no universal anything, and we're going to touch on this on part two of this episode. But I, with there not being a universal anything, I think the communication between the partners needs to be what, what, what holds it. So just because something works for you in Santa Claus, that means something will work for me in my situations. Like that, that, doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't make that a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like for some people, all right, girl, like you go out there with your two piece on. That might work for them. But like in other, other situations, nah, babe, like what the fuck you wear? Like, why you got that on? Like, 
like it is what it is and like that's for them to decide it's not for anybody else to to really judge and have a fucking opinion on because you ain't eating what i eat and doing shit and how i shit so like <laughs> my fucking business but in regards to these uh these other podcasts part two of the episode is going to be real fun because like some of these dudes be saying the damnedest fucking things and like even i'll be sitting there like, what some of these dudes and some of these would be because i you know what let me stop but i i definitely re-listened to a couple things like she said what well what the one thing i want to talk about when we open part two of this is did you hear when old girl was like oh men only date bigger girls because they uh don't want to deal with the hassle of of trying to talk to a girl that's in shape i said huh you know what? So this is part, I got you a part two. We we go and come back to part two because this is too it's too good. So again, your favorite two brunches, brunch on Sundays. We are back. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs>